This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into the fray with our panel. It's a good one. John Turley, you are Dan Moulton, Peter Tabbins. Topics worthy of discussion. Here's one that hasn't really arisen out of this whole imbroglio with Jody Wilson-Raybould and uh, the rule of law that she was standing on as a principal and uh, warning the government against the Star Chamber, the Wernicks, and uh, the Jerry Butts and so on. The idea that this... uh, Director of Public Prosecutions had a good reason to go ahead with a criminal prosecution rather than a remediation agreement, and Jody Wilson-Raybould supported her. Obviously, uh, they're privy to some knowledge surrounding SNC-Lavalin that the rest of us aren't, except for history, you know, so it passed as prologue. Uh, then we do know that uh, maybe they deserve to be taken to the woodshed uh, and criminally charged but do you think the public, John, would be better served by knowing exactly what the director of public prosecutions chose to proceed criminally, uh, why she chose to proceed criminally against SNC-Lavalin? Well, that would come out in the court case. All right. So you're good yeah. enough with that. Absolutely. Okay. But- yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree. I think the interesting thing about this entire conversation when it comes to SNC-Lavalin and the prime minister, you know, there's very few facts. There's a lot of differences of opinion, different uh, sets of uh, perspective on the whole uh uh, scenario have been put out there in the public. But there really is only one fact, and it's that the department is continuing to proceed to court against SNC-Lavalin. And so there, this whole conversation to be about whether or not there should have been a deferred prosecution agreement or a remediation agreement and uh, different sides and different perspectives on that fact, that's fine. But there's only one real fact here. It's that they're continuing forward with that prosecution, and it will yeah. end up in court, and we will have the facts. Okay. Despite the best efforts of the prime minister to overturn that. <laughs> right. I mean, but you can st- you can talk about those things, but it didn't happen. And that's, a, that's no, an didn't. important thing. Uh, the the attorney general held fast against him, well, and she right. paid a high price for it. But hanging on till we go to court, I mean, some people are submitting that uh, we should at least have an earlier accounting of that and evidence presented? Or do you think the court is a right venue to wait? Well, I I think there should be an inquiry into what happened. I think whenever in Canada you have a situation where the prime minister is trying to tell the attorney general how to enforce the law in a way that would help a friend of the prime minister's, would advance his political agenda, it's time for an inquiry. And I think it's reasonable for us, the public as a whole, to demand that. Why do you Dan think will disagree with this, but the reality I mean, is... This is the, this is the most boring scandal in Canadian history, if it, you even call it a scandal at all. When you look abroad, Peter, uh-huh. and you look at what's happening in, in Britain with Brexit, you look at what's happening south of the border with Donald Trump, like this is the lamest scandal I've ever even... that you've never even heard well, see, of. This it is the so problem. The, the, boring. The Liberals think the only scandals that are worthy are sex scandals. I mean, they're not... You know, the, whole, the whole issue about pro, due process, that's not a scandal. It is a scandal. Look, you lost Jerry Butts. Uh, you lost two cabinet ministers. You lost a sitting MP, uh, and 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 Trudeau's reputation is in the toilet. You think this isn't a good scandal? This is a great modern Canadian day scandal. Well, I know scandal. you relish in it, John, for partisan purposes. No, but the rest of us are a little of? bit bored by the what whole thing. What party do you think I'm part of? But it isn't just it isn't just that. Let's face it. There's been a lot of talk about Donald Trump and his obstruction of justice. Yeah. Is this any different? Well, uh, we consider that it's not even remotely the same. Obstruction of justice is a crime. Having a conversation with a legal mechanism to to try and prosecution is a completely different thing. Prosecution in favor of a company that has been supporting you. You know that it's legal. Yeah, and someone paid a high price. Did you listen to the wording tape at all? Firing the the firing the head of the FBI. That's obstruction of justice. No, it's not remotely. The head of the FBI serves at the president's pleasure. He can and, let him go and, at any point. But the interesting analysis is so does the AG. And the Prime Minister can instruct, cannot instruct the AG what to do. All he can do is fire her. That's the only control and he that's has. And that's what over. happened. 
Yeah. She got moved out. Yeah. But and then because her staying in cabinet was seen to be an endorsement of his course of action, she resigned. That was actually honorable on her part. People don't know what happened from the time she was moved out of her position as the AG until she was actually eventually uh, thrown out. That whole section is an area we need to understand what happened. Did things come up in cabinet that we do not yet know about that moved this whole case, this whole story forward? Canadians deserve to know that. Well, okay, uh, there's a couple of points that uh, have arisen now. I was just asking Dan if he actually listened to the Wernick tape because he pretty much uh, tips his hand very overtly by saying the Prime Minister has his mind fixed on getting this done. And so, uh, look, if that isn't something that is going to uh, interfere with the whole process, he's going to make it happen despite what she says. We're talking about a mechanism that's at the disposal of the government. This is not something that's illegal. Like, we're, we're, like the... The, the government and the, or and the, 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 the way that everyone's tried to raise the language here, like this is a interfering in the judicial <laughs> process and the foundation yeah. of our law. Have you not read the law on this? I don't know. Come on. Have you not read the law on I mean, this? you can try and it talk over me all you want, clear. sir. You can try and talk over me all you want, but it's He's not going to make you any more I'm correct. a former premier. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just much older than I am. <laughs> no. But it is a matter of, as you say, uh, the law, and uh, this was a specific person uh, who was vested with the authority to either uh, make uh, some change to it or not. It wasn't the purview of the prime minister to do it. That's what you're saying. You're saying it's a government thing. It's not a government thing. Well, the, the government has the ability to execute that mechanism for a deferred prosecution agreement. What of course part of the do. government? Well, the attorney general. Well, there you go. Again, we dial it into one specific <laughs> The attorney person. general is a member of cabinet. And with, that's why I actually think... a specific set if, of responsibilities. comes out of this really boring conversation, it's that <laughs> I think that there may be an opportunity to separate the roles of the attorney general uh-huh. and the minister of justice. But I, don't and I think, think that's that going to solve your problem. That is probably something that we should have done. Governments before this one mm. should have done. Uh, it should have already happened. To have a, a political appointee in the position is, is I think, part of what's at the heart of the conversation here as well. And what I think is going to happen is you're going to see uh, the Prime Minister separated from the House of Commons come October. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll come back. I, I've got other topics worthy of discussion with our panel, John Turley, you at Dan Moulton and Peter Tabbins on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 